Welcome to Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Rena. One thing we know for sure, women have a story to tell and a purpose to fulfill. She's a woman of many roles, many experiences, and yes, she's on a mission. She's a woman who loves and leads. You all are about to meet an amazing mom and a dope woman who is going to share an intimate part of her life with us. If you've ever struggled with uncertainty, anxiety, even depression, or know someone who has, you can certainly relate to her story. Chantel Jones is going to take us on a journey with her. You don't want to miss this one. She is a mom, an entrepreneur, She's a woman of many experiences, of many roles. She's on a mission and she's on a spiritual journey. Welcome back. Here's part two of Chantel Jones's story. I will say I've probably been meditating. My boyfriend got killed in 2011, so probably sometime after 2011 until now. But I know within the past year and two years, it has become a lot more frequent for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got into meditation um, as an offset or as a natural way to help with my mental health of having anxiety and um, dealing with depression my whole life and trying to take alternative routes from medication. And it is a difficult practice because it does require you to um, be still and not just be physically still, but mentally and spiritually and emotionally you know, all at the same time. And I will say for me, having anxiety is something where your mind is constantly racing and thinking and overanalyzing. Mm-hmm. Um, meditation has been a resource for me um, to use, and I've gotten better at it. Like I said, I've been doing it for a while. So it really, meditation is really just quieting yourself. And when you're able to quiet all the outside thoughts and tap into within, because within we're all connected to God. We all have intuition and when we can quiet all the conditioning that's been put on us to tap it within ourselves, that's where you hear God the most. That's where you hear the universe speak to you. So being able to tap into that, it has enabled me to understand life from a different perspective. It has enabled me to have a lot more empathy. Starting with meditation, um, I think is what got me to the point of how I got into Reiki. But yeah, meditation and yoga, healing bowls, all of those practices or to really connect your mind, body, and spirit and your breath all into one. And at the essence, we're all, we all have God within us. With everything, your experience, what you're doing now, what you've become, um, you're awesome. That's all I can say right now. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Your journey just through your meditation, what you do, what I see, I love it. I, I, I truly, truly love it. And I'm, I'm speechless. Please continue to put your positive energy out here to whoever you touch, whoever you encounter. Cause I enjoy it. If people don't know, they'll want to end up looking you up just so they can see where you've been and where you've, where you're at now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I will say with that, like when I left my job, like I said, I, I had kind of a plan, but I did. And I knew I was going to leave the following year. Like I had a plan to start my own construction company, renovation company. Like I had a plan to do something and I knew I always wanted to work with women in some sort of coaching or uh, development or some type of life 
life help, you know, personal development. I knew I wanted to do that, but I didn't know how. So when I left my job, I started with an app. Um, I just literally the next day, I left September 12th, September 13th, I had an app. I created an app. I had already had See Your Beauty as a thought in all my notebooks and journals for since I was a kid. I didn't know what it meant, but it was just always something that I liked the name. So I created the app and then I was like, well, I'll do a website and I'll sell like sage and all these natural products and stuff that I was mm-hmm. using, using and things like that. And then I was like, I'll do coaching because some of my old staff was still reaching out to me to coach them. And I was like, well, then I'll provide coaching services too. And, you know, at that time, I didn't know my husband was going to move out and that we were going to separate and things like that. And in the midst of me leaving my job in September, starting my app and starting my website, I was already looking for a space because, again, I had already had in mind that I wanted, um, that I, I had in mind I was going to do a couple of businesses, but I didn't plan on doing them then. I had had a plan of keeping my job, saving my money, and wait until the end of next year and then have a cushion. Like I had a very secure plan mm-hmm. on how that was going to work out. That's not how it worked, but you know, but I did <laughs> up, yeah, it just failed. But it, 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 I was looking for spaces already. But like I said, I didn't have no plan on getting anything. And then my aunt ended up having a space that she was using for a store and she was trying to get rid of it. And at the time I was in class to be a yoga teacher. I wanted a studio. So I was like, oh, well, I'll do my yoga studio and my coaching and all this stuff out of this one spot. Again, not even thinking about Reiki at all at this time. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the space and I liked it. And then my dad blessed me, my stepdad blessed me enough um, to help me get the space. And then within that time, one day, again, I just say, God, angel, my ancestor, some, I don't know, something was just like, look up Reiki. And I just looked it up. And I was like, uh, my, my grandfather on my dad's side was a Reiki practitioner my whole life, but we weren't close. So I, I didn't know any, hardly anything about it, aside from that he had did it on me one time when I was pregnant with my daughter, who is now 14. So wow. it was like, I never really thought anything about it. So I looked it up and I was like, oh, this will go great, you know, mm-hmm. with, with what I'm doing, with my meditation, with my yoga. It just aligns with who I am. And then I reached out to a woman. I did my own research. I reached out to a woman. I was like, well, I want to do this. And she's like, all right, come in. And then the thing happened with my husband. And I was like, well, I reached back. No, she reached back out to me. And she's like, yeah, I thought you were coming. You know, what's going on? Are you still interested? And I was like, well, my financial situation changed. I can't come right now. And she is like, I'll do everything for you for free. Wow. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come. But I was nervous. <laughs> wow. And I was like, all right. And I took my daughter with me. And it was some lady's house. She was a white woman. And I was like, all right, this is new for me. Like, I literally don't know who was leading me. Because everything that I've done since September to now is just not I'm a planner. It's just not who I am. Just mm-hmm. winging life. That's not me, <laughs> you know? So we went and I was like, she says she's supposed to be psychic and have these intuitive abilities outside of being a Reiki practitioner. She was like a therapist and all these different things. And I was like, so if she is who she says she is. She'll know who I am. And I was like, huh? And I was like, not my name, but she'll know who I am. And she was like, okay. So we went in, we sat down and she's talking and she was, I was uncomfortable a little because it was different. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, the reason I offered to do it do your services for free was because when I got your email, the energy I got from you was that you were a very strong woman and that you wanted to help your community. And wow. Naya's mouth just dropped. Like, and I was like, all right, she's cool. And I was like, all right. But she knew. And I knew she knew. She did the first attunement. It's called an attunement. And it's like a 
spiritual practice um, and we talked. And then um, after she gives me my attunement, she read my energy and she was able to pick up on a lot of things that I was really surprised she was able to pick up on because I don't know her. And then she was like, all right, it's your turn to do me. And I was like, okay. She was like, wow, you're intuitive. Did you know you were intuitive? And I was like, no. Mm. And she was like, um, yeah, you should look into that. And what I realized is that I can read people's energy when I touch their head and I'm able to pick up on like their traumas and certain things that might be stopping them from from their body being able to self-heal and I didn't know that until that session so I'm taking all of this in like okay well what do I do with this like this is not this is new to me I've had people throughout my life and now think about it that have called me like a seer or a beacon of light or like those type of healing type words but I never looked at myself in that way. So even after I got my first attunement, I wasn't sold. And then when I got my second one is when I really started to feel more comfortable and started practicing. And I started practicing on my kids. And you know, kids are very honest and they were, mm-hmm. you know, and they and, and they felt something. And Naya, Naya's a different person. She's changed a lot since I've started doing Reiki on her. And then I started asking other people that was close to me, like, can I try it? And then it was like, yeah. And then it was like, they felt something. I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm really like picking up on stuff. This is crazy. So then I put it out and I was still insecure about it. I was still nervous because I know how our community is. I know how judgmental they are. And I know Mm -hmm. how it is when it comes to religion, even though I know the truth about, you know, what I'm doing, I know how people are. So I was still kind of nervous about Mm -hmm. sharing that part of me, but my spirit had told me one day it's time and I put out on Facebook, like I'm offering free Reiki services. Look it up. If it's something you're interested in, try it. And I got a lot of um, requests and then everyone I got was amazing. And then that's how I got my customers. You talk about a journey from yes. struggle to self-awareness, to healing, to impact. That's your story. I love stories. I love the journeys that we go on, but that's what they are. You know, like you said, like this started for you back in 2011. Mm -hmm. And so to be so strong, even when you felt at your weakest points, you know what I'm saying? To remain steadfast, even when you felt like wavering, to have the strength to tap into something greater than you, even when you felt like giving up, even when you literally felt like you were coming to an end, that speaks volume to who you are and who you have been called to be. So um, I want to ask you, what can you say to someone who has experienced even um, just similar things to what maybe you have experienced um, to someone who is experiencing anxiety right now, who's experiencing depression right now? Uh, What would you say to them to help encourage them to tap into this inner strength? I think the biggest thing that we as humans suffer from is our lack of trust in ourselves. Um, and our lack to surrender to the process. We always want to control everything. We think we're in control. We believe we have conditioned ourselves to believe we actually have control um, over what goes on in this in this world. Um, and we do to a certain extent, but it all has a everything that we do has karma that returns from it. You know, always keeping that in mind. But looking at the parts of you that you have from. You really have to have an honest, ugly conversation with yourself to say it's not everybody else's fault while your life is the way it is. Um, if you consider your life miserable and you're a grown person, it is your fault. If you're unhappy, if you are in your uh, definition of being broke, can't put 
our responsibility of our life and how we live it on other people when it doesn't work out how we want it to. When you have the power to change it at any moment, you decide that you have power, but you have to make that choice. Yeah, you have to live in this world and and function within the system of it, but I literally live how I choose to live. I live in my truth unapologetically. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. And I own my, my, my darkness and my light. And I try to find balance in it. And I think that most people have from their darkness. And that's where you find out who you are. I think most people ignore the fact that bad things happened to them when they were kids. And that that affects how your relationships are when you're an adult. And until you're able to say, dang, I had a messed up childhood. Or dang, something bad happened to me as a kid. Or or dang, I treated people poorly or anything like that. When you start having those type of conversations with yourself and saying, wow, it has affected me and I don't like it. That's when the change comes. It's when you start to have the ugly conversations with yourself, not the pretty one. It's the ones that say, I was molested when I was a kid and I never told anybody and it affected me. And that's why I don't trust men right now. It's those type of conversations. It's the conversations that say, I didn't have a great relationship with my mom and that really hurt me, but I have to move on from that. It's those type. And why does that bother me? And can you show that person empathy and forgiveness, even if that relationship never changes? And if you can't, why not? And until you can get to an answer of yes, you're not healed. In order to, to get through anything, to get to a better understanding of yourself and of the world from a different lens and a different view, you have to heal. Because we all have trauma, no matter if you feel like you had the perfect life. The fact that we're living through a pandemic now is trauma that we all experience, that we all will have healed from at some point. It's having those type of conversations that you start to wake up, waking up a lot of stuff in yourself. And people avoid it because it hurts, painful, it makes you cry, it makes you weak, it makes you feel broken. But it's in your brokenness that you realize how strong you are. It's in your brokenness that you, you realize why that situation happened to you. It's in, in, in that that you learn who you are. So it's, And I think most people are scared of that. And I'm just, I've always been a person that, that believes that I can do anything I put my mind to. So even at healing, I'm, I'm, I don't shy away from things that other people do. I actually find them, you know, challenging and I take it on. And the pain has been excruciating physically. It has manifested in a lot of physical pain, emotional pain, a lot of trauma, a lot of things that back then I never thought I would get through. And now I see the light in everything. So I think it's just, really saying I'm ready to have that difficult conversation with myself and then surrendering to whatever religious deity you subscribe to and saying, help me and being ready when it come and and not running when it don't manifest how you want it to. And so I think one thing that we all learn um, along our journey, especially when we're intentional about um, growing, when we're intentional about just, you know, raising our level of self-awareness, when we're intentional about reaching even a certain level of success is the one thing that we all learn. And you'll always hear, you know, some of the most successful people say is that it comes with great sacrifice. And what that sacrifice looks like is different. You know, like you said, for you, it was learning to let go of the control and just allow life to happen, you know, and allow your spirit to lead you. And I think it looks different for all of us. But I think on the other side of it, it's one of the most rewarding things 
So how can you, Chantel, with your practice, help someone who is on that path of transition and they are experiencing that level of sacrifice right now? It's emotional, it's, um, it's physical, it's, you know, it's mental. How can you help them as they're journeying through this? Um, so, in, so in regards to my brand, um, See Your Beauty, there's multiple things that I'm putting in place now. And the goal with that was to be able to provide a service that can help heal the mind, body, and spirit. What happens, so the things that we have is with my Reiki service, that helps with promoting physical, mental, and emotional health by physical touch or close to touch and using a transfer of energy or light, universal light from me to the other person. Um, to help their body self-heal. So that's one thing that I do. And what comes from that, one, sometimes people feel physically better depending on what their ailment was. What, so it, it does heal. It can help speed up or help the healing process. But emotionally, when I'm able to pick up what's blocking people from healing, and it could be layers. So I'll just say the first layer. That usually sparks a lot of conversation about, okay, I know these things. These are things that I have been avoiding for months or years, or how did you know that that's what was bothering me? Nobody knows that. So once we get to that, okay, these are the things that's bothering you. All right, let's deal with them. Sometimes it's as simple as people having a conversation. Sometimes it requires more. And that's where like, I may suggest some sort of therapy and therapy looks different to different people. But um, my friend Trina, um, who has become my business partner, she is a therapist and she, she will be offering therapeutic, holistic therapeutic counseling um, through See Your Beauty. So she'll be offering it at the studio as well as virtually very soon. Um, mm-hmm. And I also have a yoga instructor coming on, which encompasses um, body movement and aligning your body, your mind, and your spirit, and your breath. And then I'll be teaching um, guided meditation, which is the same thing, helping align your mind, body, and spirit. So just using all of those things. But the first thing I would say to somebody that might be on that verge or that is experiencing it when they get to their weakest point is to, to again, surrender. That, that always helps. Meditation, Reiki, I always say if you're at a point of anxiety or being overwhelmed, on top of Reiki, just being able, for me, being able to pick up things, Reiki does physically relax you. It feels like an internal massage when you're getting it. You will feel very calm, like you're in a meditative state. So it does help calm you down, but also it gives, it will help you have mental clarity. So that's the purpose of Reiki is to, to get things moving, get you started. Then you can go to Trina, who can help with the um, talk therapy or recommend some other sort of therapy. And then the yoga is supposed to be your physical movement. So it was supposed to be the spiritual, the mental, and then the physical, the balance of us being whole humans. Mm, okay. I love that. That's dope. I love how you, you know, you put the pieces together and you, you're, you know, leaning on you know, the expertise of other people um, that, you know, within your circle of influence to be able to help bring that together to like, I, I'm truly, like I said, I'm truly honored. I'm truly grateful that you have given us the opportunity to just help tell your story and, you know, eventually be able to share. And so I will say that I know without um, a doubt that your story will reach who it's supposed to reach when it's supposed to reach them. Yes. I second that. Uh, I'm honored with your story and journey. It made me think about a few things myself, but this is your story. And I am very humbled that and honored 
to be part of your story. I appreciate that. I don't know what to say to stuff like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been the best with taking the compliment. So uh, <laughs> embrace it, babe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am hum- I'm humbled. Um, I get a lot of inboxes and questions from people on their spiritual journeys that just ask questions like, well, girl, I'm going through this. What am I supposed to do? I offer them, you know, some of the things that I've done. I'm thankful because I know that's my purpose. Every day I wake up or every time I do Reiki, I tell, I surrender to my path and my purpose, whatever that looks like. And I know that helping people heal is my purpose. And I know that I'm supposed to do that through Reiki and also through my my pain. It wasn't for, you know, no reason. I'm supposed to share it. So I'm in a place that I'm supposed to be in. And I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know taking that risk, I shouldn't have a studio today. I shouldn't have as many Reiki customers as I've had in such a short period of time. I shouldn't be able to still have a studio and still be able to maintain the lifestyle that I have considering everything that's happened to me in the last six months. And I haven't missed a beat. You know, I've had to make a lot of sacrifices and took a lot of struggles and losses, but the core of my foundation is still here. So I'm just thankful. And because of that, I will continue to let my spirit guide me whatever direction it takes me. That was part two of Chantel Jones's story. If you or someone you know suffers from anxiety depression, or any other mental health issue, please consult your PCP, spiritual advisor, family, or friend. Do not suffer in silence. Be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. This is Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Rena. Remember, love and live intentionally. Check us out at www.womenloveandlead.com.